Welcome, this is Nutaku, where we talk things anime and manga. We are not experts or gatekeepers, we are just fans trying to share our love with you at home, in the car, at work. Feel free to interact with us on Instagram and Twitter at NutakuCast, or email us questions at Nutaku2019 at gmail.com. Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please subscribe and share with all of your friends. My name is Jim. My name is Frank. And this week, we want to address something. Let's address it. A little, <laughs> what I like to call, controversy. Ooh, fancy. Yeah, it's a controversy. So, people are mad at Evangelion. What? Why? Yep, they're mad. Um, since this is a new show to you and not to many people, I know many, many people on the internet like to get angry. Anti-Twitter was on fucking fire this week. Last two weeks. This is not surprising. Um, let's see. What's the problem? Well, they're having an issue with the dub. They redubbed it. Netflix. They redubbed it. Once, I, once again, Frank, Frank, with watching the show... He's watching it episode to episode. It's brand new to him. Mm-hmm. Me, I've watched it a fucking hundred thousand times. So I'm the veteran. He's the rookie here. Aye, aye, chief. <laughs> <laughs> That's the, my rookie. You're the seaman. Yeah. I'm the admiral. <laughs> so the dub, it's been redubbed. So there's new voices. Mind you, I watched the dub and the sub. Mm-hmm. Did you have any problem with the dub? I did not. So I've watched so far uh, both of them as sub and dub. I did not have a problem with the dub. I'm guessing this is guys who have watched it and when it was airing or when, yeah. Yeah. I had, my, my eye roll. I have no problem with it whatsoever. <laughs> it was fine. I mean. Yeah. I, listen, I watched the dub to see what the dub sounded like because I knew it was a redub. It's just the people acting like the people that did it in the original. I don't know what the problem is. I'm, I'm assuming it's uh, gatekeeping, which yeah, is very big there on. you yeah. go. Um, I'm not going to say that, but no. that's what it, yes, I am. I'm going to say that. We're not gatekeepers. No. We refuse to be gatekeepers. Mm-hmm. We are not, well, actually, ing anyone. He sounds like this. Yeah, I'm not doing that. No. Uh, I didn't have any problem with it. Uh, I, this seems like an issue with old people complaining on the internet. This is the sort of thing, though, that sucks for anime in general. And this is a great moment. People are very excited. People are getting into it, such as myself, who have never been able to get into this great thing. Or at least that's what I've been told. It's great. You know, um, and it's almost kind of this monumental event for anime as a medium. So people can get into it and they're like, oh, there's a lot more to this than I thought. And you have these people now complaining about these things and all like, it's like, why? Like comic fans I'm most used to. And I thought they were bad, but sometimes some of these anime fans are like, come on, dude. Complete gatekeepers. Yeah. Like what you watch isn't as cool as what I watch. Why do you got to be like that? Why people that refuse to say my hero academia, they say the Japanese name for it. Why can't? Yeah. Like, uh, come on. I mean, it's, it's good that you know that, but why does that make you better than anybody that's that, that the 13 year old kid that's just getting into this? It doesn't. And it turns them off. It totally turns them off. And I've got a tweet okay. that I, it was someone responding. I'm not going to say their name, but it was mm-hmm. someone responding to right stuff. Anime and right stuff. Anime was like, are you going to watch, you know, 
Neon Genesis Evangelion. It's coming to Netflix. Yes. Are you excited? Everybody's excited. Everybody's so excited. Ready right. for this? I've heard this new Netflix adaptation. Mind you, I've heard this new Netflix adaptation is pure garbage. Garbage? Garbage. I don't have a Netflix, nor do I have pl- any plans on getting it. And I'm just not a dub type of person. However, I just got to hear how bad this is. I got to know. LOL. Wish someone could upload one, like one scene to YouTube. So this motherfucker hasn't even watched it before. <laughs> refuses to watch it. Says it's trash. Doesn't have a Netflix. It's just weird. Assumes that it's only in dub. It's not. It's in fucking sub yeah. in the original voices. But this person has, I, I don't know what their point is to post this, but I read it and I was just like, this is exactly what's fucking wrong with the internet. Dude, so bad. Toxic fucking fan bases. And what it is, it's people that have watched the show and fell in love with the show over years. And I'm one of those people and I fucking love it. Give the young people a chance to enjoy this on their own. Don't fucking skew their goddamn. See, but this is what I like about you. Don't let this get to your head, Jim. That's all right. But My head is, 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 is people that don't know me in real life. I have an impossibly gigantic you head have a and huge ego. Head, yes. Um, but, you know, you are one of the good ones where you're excited to, like, when this, I remember when you were like, oh, my God, this is coming out. Like, I'm super into this. I can't wait for people to get to experience this. Whereas, I guess, you're you're like a minority. Like, there's people that are like, oh, you can't possibly do this. And Netflix is going to fuck this up. I'll tell you what. Netflix, I think, did a bang-up job with this. It defaults to Japanese with the subs. They've been promoting the hell out of it, I'm sure, because it costs them a lot of money. Yeah. But, you know, so it's good for the medium in general. They're like, hey, this is legitimate art. Check this out. We're Netflix. We have Stranger Things coming out and also Evangelion. Yeah, they hyped this up for, what, six months? Yeah. When the first trailer dropped on Twitter, it was huge. And it's at the same level right now as Stranger Things. I see basically both of them kind right. of head and head so that's stranger things is a huge deal too for them so this is like the same which is it's awesome respect where respect is due the other controversy and it ties into the autoplay option which i'm going to talk about on netflix the issue i have with netflix streaming service in general is it doesn't give you the option to watch unless you have to move your mouse yeah. or whatever your device is and click on a specific button, it automatically starts the next episode. It's friendly for streaming. It's friendly for shows that have a generic ending, mm-hmm. but anime doesn't have that. Most anime, has they have unique endings to each one. So the preview to, well, first of all, the ending song, which we'll get to in a minute, and the preview for the next episode ties into a lot of the themes of this show. As the show, no spoilers, of course, evolves. The story evolves. It changes. There's a lot of backstory on why it changes, what changes. We'll tackle that once Frank's watched it all. Mm -hmm. But they changed Fly Me to the Moon. Fly Me to the Moon was an iconic song in the end of the show. It was the the ED song. Mm -hmm. And it was a different performance by a different person every episode. That's cool. Including voice actors. So... I understand when people are upset. It's also a jarring show for this, a jarring song for this show. It completely changes the mood of whatever you were in when you were watching it. It was well done. I think, I mean, I'll I'll say Hidegano probably chose this on purpose. He might not have at the beginning, and then it seemed like it just, it's totally jarring with the show. I understand people getting upset, but at the same time, 
There's a lot of people that never even saw it that way. Mm. And it's streaming on Netflix. It's going to skip the fucking song anyway. Right. You don't. You have to go out of your way to watch the song and the credits. Yeah. So I can see how people are upset with that, but I'm, I'm not one of these people that's like, oh, you've ruined my childhood, Star Wars fans. See, that, that kind of makes a little more sense to right. me, though, because it is, uh, like you said, it is a part of it. It was the same throughout, so they changed it. You know, I don't have any experience with it, so I can't really talk to it too much. Right. But that's a little bit more of a legitimate gripe. Right. Because you're not talking about slightly different dub, you know what I mean, that right. most people don't really even care about. You're talking about a part of the actual show. Another complaint is the there's two characters who have an implied possible romantic relationship at some point in the show. It's never, I mean, as watching it, I watched it when it first came out. I watched it in dub, and then I watched it in sub on later on. Um, it's never explicitly implied that these people have a romantic relationship. It's just kind of out there. Mm-hmm. Now, the argument is that they've removed this completely and they've washed it from the history. And I'm, I'm glancing around it. If you've watched the show and you know what it is, I'm not going to spoil it for anyone. I want you to watch a show. I want you to have form your own fucking opinions. That's part of watching things and reading things and art. You form your own opinion about it. They, I also am not experienced with the redos. There's Hideki Anu did an Evangel- Evangelion movies. He did a one, two, and three. I have never watched these. Mm-hmm. So apparently the relationship might have been more or less. Listen, it's, it's art in person, you know, like interpret it the way you want to. You know. Why haven't you watched those those movies? They just, I, they, you know, I had a lull when I wasn't watching anime, mm-hmm. and they're not easily available unless you buy the Blu-ray, right. and they're not cheap. They are not. There you go. Uh, okay. And also, the fourth one has been coming out for years now, and it hasn't shown up. Right, because the third one came out, I think, in t- 2012 or something yeah. like that, and then yeah, they're now saying, I think, 2020 is what I right. read. Because he's kind of deflated after making all these fucking movies and people people's reactions and everything. Of course, the argument is is that the they simplified. Well, what they did was this is another fucking weird thing about anime fans in general. So the argument for the company that dubbed uh, this new version is that that relationship was a direct the the conversations and that relationship is a dir- more direct translation and more genuine translation to the original television show, and that possibly it was more implied in the English dub that something was going on between these characters that really necessarily wasn't going on. And this is what, from what I'm reading online, and Mm. this is what the guy that translated it says. This is one of those instances where anime fan base is fucking angry that it's too accurate. (laughs) This just could just show you the fucking like nerd culture in general and how they will just get angry about things that aren't what they remember it to be. And it's infuriating. It absolutely is. I never watched a show and said, oh, man, I wish this was less accurate than the original Japanese. Now, why do you think people do that? They're romanticizing things, I think. Yeah. You know, they're from their original watching. They're remembering what it was like and the emotional connection. And maybe it wasn't supposed to be that emotional, the connection. I mean, it's an emotional connection between these characters. Don't get me wrong. But maybe it's not romantic. Hmm. Maybe it's platonic. I don't. I mean, my interpretation: it wasn't a platonic relationship. 
but but that's hey. like a lot of what the show is right a lot of it's open to interpretation yes i mean like it's that. all about the varying degrees of loneliness and and our connections to and how we can't connect and you know through parenting and friendships and love interests and everything and loneliness it's a big lonely loneliness is a big thing listen i'm not gonna fucking ruin it because episode one episode two episode one and episode two it's fucking giant robots yeah yeah so i will say as having watched both one and two i'll give a quick little uh review for me that is exactly what it is so right now i'm at a point where i've watched both i've watched them both two times each one by myself with a sub and then one with my brother uh with the dub we've been watching it together and right now it is it's just um giant robots and you know shinji gets in the robot and then he fights angel and um we're just kind of learning a little bit more about the world and right. about nerve and things like that and that's another thing there's a pretty well-known writer he's in his late 30s i'm not going to say his name who writes for a pretty prominent uh okay anime website <laughs> And get in the robot Shinji. Mm-hmm. It's a meme. Mm-hmm. It's a joke. It's people making a joke. You're not trivializing his father forcing him to do something he doesn't want to do. Right. It's a. F- it's the fucking internet. It's a meme. He wrote this big article about how he's basically personally offended that you would trivialize this thing that was so meant so much to me. And it was the fucking. Ugh, I read it and I'm just like, this is old people on the internet. Nothing can be good enough. Like, guess what? There's kids now that already watch this shit. This shit is just, it's going to be very important to them. Let them fucking interpret it the way they want. Not everybody's going to understand the depth of this show. Sure. Some people are just going to be like, I wish Shinji was quick complaining. Mm-hmm. Instead of seeing it as like, maybe people should fucking leave Shinji the fuck alone if he doesn't want to do this. All right. It's it, yeah. All right, that's all I got off. <laughs> I think it's a big thing though with it, but like it is like you had said because it is a it is a group of older people, and I feel like that's always existed. But now with the internet, it's they have their soapbox, so they're they able to do. do it. You people used to do it in you know barbershops, chat, shops, rooms. chat yeah, rooms, or bars or whatever, and you'd be like, "Oh, this fucking guy, here we go, he's going on about this again." But now they have these forms; they're you know staff writers or Twitter or kids, exactly. Right. So I mean, whatever. And once again, you know, our, our big thing is that you know you enjoy what you want, mm-hmm. you like what you want. I'm not going to judge anybody on their interpretation of this. You want to just see it as Shinji complains too much or. Asuka's a fucking asshole who you haven't even met As- no, Asuka yet. If you if you fucking want to do that, that's fine, man. Like that's your interpretation. This it's not going to be as deep to some people. Yeah, that's it. And as I had said last week, uh, if you guys want to write in um, your own experiences, or if you want to ask me questions or Jim, as you guys are experiencing it, uh, you know, uh, next week will be episode three. So feel free to write in on our. Instagram, yeah, Twitter, Instagram, Twitter at Nutaku Cast. Boom, yeah. All right, so why are we talking about Evangelion? Well, one because it's it's topical, it's mm-hmm. controversial. People are being fucking assholes in the internet. So we are reviewing Shin Godzilla. Uh, we do have rules for retro this week. We're going to jump them a little bit because of it's a topical show. Uh, usually our rules are five years ago, but uh, Shin, Godzilla, Shin Godzilla is from 2016. Okay, we say it's topical. Why is it topical? Why is it topical? Okay, it's directed. It's got a direct connection to Neon Genesis Evangelion. 
and also the popularity of the HBO show Chernobyl. So it's going to tie into all this. And I loved Chernobyl. Chernobyl was amazing. Yeah, it was great. They that, could have used one or two uh, Russian actors, but what are you going to do? Yeah, what can you do? Everybody had a British accent. That's okay. It's a beauty piece. It has to have a British accent. They're so pleasing on the ears, though. It they are. kind of adds yeah. to the experience. You'll get what we're talking about when we start talking about the movie. So, Shin Godzilla or Godzilla Resurgence. Let's talk about the background on this movie. Uh, it's the 2016 Japanese kaiju film. It's produced by Toho and Cinebazaar and distributed by Toho. Uh, it's the 31st installment of the Godzilla franchise. It's the 29th Godzilla film produced by Toho. It's Toho's third reboot of the franchise. It's been around for a long fucking time. Yeah, no joke. It's co-directed, and the screenplay is by Hideki Anno. Ha, Neon Genesis Evangelion. And special effects were handled and co-directed by Shinji Higuchi. Weird. Neon Genesis Evangelion's writer and one of the writers and art directors. Oh, we're all tying together. Now it's Hmm. all coming together. I get it. The cast. Hiroki Hasegawa, he plays Rondo Yaguchi. Uh, What was he in? Ah, live action Attack on Titan. Okay. Yeah, I just found that out. Yeah, because I I haven't watched it. I I didn't watch it. I heard it was not not good. He plays a character named uh, Shikishima, which I think is unique to the live action shows. Uh, Yutaka Takanuchi is Hideki Akasaka. He's the aide to the prime minister. Mm. Uh, We have Satomi Ishihara. She plays Kayoko Ann Peterson. Patterson, sorry. She's a pretty entertaining character. She is. Uh, She also played Hanjizoa in the Attack on Titan live action. Hmm. So they're all tying together. So this is from Wikipedia because we learned from our summer. (laughs) They're usually great fun. But I'm just going to copy paste the shit. Let's do it. So from Wikipedia. (coughs) Excuse me. When the Japanese Coast Guard investigates an abandoned yacht in Tokyo Bay, their boat is destroyed. And the Tokyo Bay Aqua Line is flooded. After seeing a viral video of the incident, Deputy Chief Cabinet Secretary, trust me, th- these titles tie into this because Rando Yaguchi theorizes that it was caused by a living creature. His theory is confirmed when news reports show a massive tail emerging from the ocean. I wonder what it could be. Oh. I saw this film in the theater. I'm going to brag a little bit. It came out in the theater. I went with my then-girlfriend, now-wife. We saw it at the Ritz in Philadelphia. It was the f- one of the few screenings in the United States. Uh, Frank. No big deal. This is Frank's first time viewing. Yes. Let's give, give me some thoughts, Frank. What did you think about Shin Godzilla? Well, I will say I was warned that when you go to rent it through the various services, you know, that's on YouTube, Amazon, uh, I had chosen PlayStation and I had rented it for $5. And I was like, I was warned that there, it may push the English dub on you. Okay, cool. So I made sure I looked, I rented it. Turns out was the English dub. <laughs> I did the same thing. Yeah, that's, like, how, all right. that's how I knew. So I was like, okay, well, fuck me, right? So here we go. I'm going to go on YouTube. We'll do it. Um, I'll make sure that this time I got the Japanese sub. Somehow, I ended up getting the English dub again. <laughs> so at this point, I was like, well, guess I'm watching the English dub because I'm not going to spend $15 trying to watch this movie. So I watch it as the English dub. So this will be interesting, I think. Oh, interesting. Okay. Yeah. I, it was only three bucks on Amazon. Yeah. 
You well, fucked up. I fucked up. Well, yeah. I d- see, I didn't even look. I was like PlayStation. I told you Amazon. I sent it to text. Amazon. <sighs> I uh, I also rented it in English. <laughs> this is what makes it worse. I was warned about it. And then I threw a little bit of a hissy fit. My wife can testify to mm. that. And then I rented it in the original Japanese, uh, which doesn't describe that it has subtitles. So I was like, oh, no, it better have subtitles. It just said right there, it doesn't say have subtitles. But it did have (laughs) subtitles. Excuse me. (laughs) So this was about. This was about. Sorry. So it did have subtitles. And um, I, my wife was just like, "Eh, whatever. It's just six bucks. No. No, we have to get our money back. Yeah. Get our money back. So she got our money back. Wow. She's a see? fucking saint, man. She yeah. puts up with my temper tantrums once in a while over the stupidest shit, over the four bucks. For me, I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to watch. I guess I'm doing the English uh, dub. Which was, I like that you okay. paid money and then watched it on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. No, I paid for it on YouTube. Oh, so you. Uh, I paid for it twice. That's why, why you I own it now? Them. Well, no. I've rented them both times. I have 48 hours on both of them. So if anybody wants to come over and watch them on PlayStation or YouTube, I've got my dub. Uh, yeah. I hate to rub it in, but I got mine in HD for $4 for seven days. Oh, that's awesome. So that's, if you want to come over I spent next like nine, Sunday yeah. and watch it at my house, you won't be able to go to Frank's. Yeah, I spent like uh, $9. So, <laughs> so go right. ahead, Yeah, Frank. there you go. Let's get back to the movie instead yes. of our trials and tribulations um, with trying to find it. So I had heard about this this movie when it had first come out, but I didn't have the luxury of going to see it when it came over here. Um, I, <laughs> I heard it was actually really good, and at the time, I think it had come out with the Godzilla movie that had released. It was either, I guess, a little bit after or before, the one with Brian Cranston, the American one. I believe that was... Tw- this came out in 20... No. Because this was 2016, I believe. Yeah, it was 20... So that one was that movie. Give me a second. Well, yeah, that one, so... I had heard that, you know, that one, lackluster reviews, and everyone was saying, you know, this one is a lot better, a lot more true to form with uh, Godzilla, kind of, as as it's known. I will say, pleasantly surprised. 2014, 20, sorry. 2014. Is that when the American one came the American out? American one came out in 2014. And this one, so that makes sense, because people are like, oh, this one's way better. Um, a little bit more true to form. I, I always liked kind of more of the, with these types of movies, the boots on the ground approach. So you're seeing people react to Godzilla as opposed to, I'm not so much into the, I mean, it has its own, its own place where, you know, kaiju fighting. It's cool. But I do like seeing kind of government officials react, how they're doing things, uh, bureaucracy in action or inaction. Yeah, I, guess in I mean, Honestly, the the star of this movie is the bureaucracy. Yes, it's the best part of this film. Yeah, I mean, sure, the monster design's cool, and everything Godzilla related is cool, but the bureaucratic shit is is like the most entertaining part of this. Yeah, by far, because like otherwise, it's just them kind of lobbing missiles and things like that, and you know, you know, it's classic kaiju. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the uh, the scenes with like moving from one meeting room to another with the same people for different subjects. The long meetings with honorifics. Yeah, so, everybody's got a ridiculous because they gave the subtitle of everybody's uh, of everybody's title, and they all have these ridiculous third deputy to the fourth secretary, like these massive fucking names. And people address them as such, and I th- it, that's how I came to the realization that that's what it was trying to say. Because as I'm watching it, especially with the dub, I'm sitting there and I'm like, why the hell are they keep they keep going on and addressing these people as as I guess they're supposed to? And it's like I was kind of getting bored a little bit, and right. I was like, this is taking too long. And then I was like, oh wait a second, <laughs> it's supposed to take too long. I like that. Yes, it. Yes, they're going to do a news conference, so he's like, all right, immediately, 
let me put on my uniform. Right, like, <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> he had to get changed to go do an immediate, like, yeah. life-threatening fucking press conference. And everything just is bogged down. Every decision that they make, you're like, they have this fucking giant monster, and it's it's going right. through the red city, tape, killing tape, tons tape. of people. The uh, under-informed minister, the one minister, starts he starts making a point, and then some guy goes, oh, no, I'm sorry, you're actually wrong. And he goes, why didn't you tell me that before right, I started yeah. speaking? <laughs> I like the, the scene where uh, Yaguchi, he's... Uh, He's the guy. He's like the star. He runs the anti-Godzilla task force. And uh, he's in the meeting. And no one believes him that it's a monster. Mm -hmm. Finally, they see the tail. And they're like, oh, it's a fucking monster. And he's like, "Uh, okay, Yaguchi, get get your shit together and get ready. He turns to the guys across the table. He's like, all right, what we need to do is we have to, uh, you know, uh, establish this and get a headquarters and we'll do this and we'll do that. And they all look at each other and they go, who the fuck are you talking to? Right. Because uh. he's the only guy there that's representing his department. Yeah. And they're all like, they're all a bunch of bureaucrats. Like, they, none of them have a job title except for a massive honorific. It's ridiculous. Yeah, they all don't know what the hell they're doing. Yeah. And you can make the argument, too, that if they were a lot quicker to action, that when Godzilla first starts off, he's like a little... Like a little uh, yeah, a, lizard, a, a nymph. Yeah, he's like a larva and a nymph, and then if they got it, got it together, they probably could have. The movie would have been ten minutes long, you know. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but they took so so long, and he was constantly evolving. Yeah. I did like that about yeah. the movie, though. Him because they is that like a common thing, or is that to this movie specifically where he's like constantly evolving? And no, this is kind this of, is specific. The only other monster in that kaiju genre that I can think of that does it is Mothra. Right. I guess that makes it because of the cocoon and then yeah. turning into, yeah. I mean, it's the, the, one of the major themes of this film is the nuclear disaster of Fukushima. Mm-hmm. Ties into, hello, Chernobyl. Um, yeah, so they, you know, the government having a hard time to reacting to that and the bureaucracy and people being responsible and not responsible and everything. Like, this is a satire on that. Most of this movie is a satire on bureaucracy. Half of this movie is a satire in the bureaucracy of Japan. Right. Because people are dying as they are having this inaction. Thousands and thousands of people. Right. There's a plume of radiation and a track of radiation. They're just like, I don't know what to do. I won't commit to anything. No one wants to commit. Uh, the scientist wouldn't commit. Everyone's worried about what other people think or how they're going to look. And it's like... Yeah, they were worried about their reputation. Exactly. And the funny thing about that scene is that like, he's sitting there with these three scientists. They bring in the biologists... And the prime minister is meeting with them, and they're saying, "Well, I, you know, I need samples if I can commit on this." The other guy's like, "Well, this is really out of my expertise." And the other guy's like, "I'm not putting my name on something if I don't know if it's true." And the prime minister's like annoyed and gets up and leaves and says, "Well, that didn't do anything." Meanwhile, the prime minister has been nothing but inept the whole fucking time. Done jack shit. uh, (laughs) Yeah, when uh, Agasaka, the guy that's like the prime minister's aide with the glasses, he. uh, Tells the prime minister before he does his press conference. He's like, whatever you do, don't, you know, everybody's like, oh, we should do this. We should do that. They're trying to figure out what they should do, what their act, plan of action should be. And he says, whatever you do, don't give any information that is unsubstantiated on this press conference. He immediately goes in, says something, and is instantly proven wrong. Yeah. It's like, oh, we don't think like, this is, oh, what? Oh. <laughs> He's afraid to use military force because it's never been done before. Right. Yeah, they're going through all the options. They talk about capturing, they talk about killing, they talk about like trying to extermination, extermination or try to scare it off, right. I think is one of the options. Yes. Oh man. Uh, yeah, they abort that attack. So they so he finally's like, uh, yeah, we're gonna attack it. We'll we'll blow it up. Right. 
and there's some ministers and they're all like yucking it up in the elevator. And the one guy's like, uh, you know, be, beware of unfounded optimism. Like, you know, <laughs> it might not happen. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, uh, Akasaka. He's Akasaka is pretty much the voice of the audience. I think mm-hmm. he's like the guy with the glasses. The right. Uh, and they have to abort the attack and they're like, there's citizens in the way there's citizens in the way. And then there's this like long pan out and it's these two old people. And one's carrying the other one on his on his back. He's piggybacking across the tra- the uh, the uh, train tracks. It's fucking great, man. Yeah, the, I have a, so because you're a big Godzilla guy. Yeah, good. Um, so I I know he's got his atomic breath, right? Is that thing that's when it's coming out of his back? They start like I think it's in the first attack. They're attacking him with jets or whatever, and then it has these like laser or these beams that come out and sort of they're like anti aircraft. Is that like I'm, a newer thing? I'm pretty damn sure that's brand new okay because i've only watched a handful of things like i'm not i've seen a fair amount of I mean, godzilla I stuff, i've seen but. the super godzilla film and there's one where he's overheating i'm sorry it's been a long time since i've watched sure, this. yeah no um they're not great so right. like the really old ones i get a kick out of for more out of pulp and nostalgia yeah but the ones that the kind of suit yeah <laughs> it's um I, I don't think that he shoots the ray guns. Let's put it this way. When I saw it in the theater, I fucking popped for that. That yeah. fucking scene. That scene is very cool. Yeah. The atomic breath, dude. When it's, it's like, just like his whole, his eyes close and his mouth unhinges. Yeah. That and was, it's like a rocket. It's like a off. cool design. Cause it like, yeah, it comes at the bottom and it kind of like, so then there's like three pieces to his mouth yeah. and it's like, boom. And it like heats up. It's like a rocket taking off. Yeah. And then it hits like that high pitched squeal. And it's he's not really in control of it. He's just turning his head and right. blowing shit up. It's oh man, that fucking scene is rad. It is rad, and I still love like his eyes. His eyes, like the the design, creepy of as hell. Yeah, yeah. Let's talk just, about the monster design. Yes, Godzilla in this film is fucking ugly. He is ugly and creepy looking. The just, larval one is so cool, right? With the the newer ones, they like I don't want to say it's not like sexy Godzilla, but there's definitely like more mainstream and like visually appealing. I yeah, guess like sell toys kind of guy, right? Yeah, where you're like, oh, okay, cool. He's like a cool looking one. This one is like almost disgusting. It's looking. fucking hideous, right? Which is like that's what it should be. He's it, developed because of radiation. Like, yeah. shouldn't be looking handsome like a handsome monster. Like some kind of mutated bioweapon that's yeah. eating radioactive material. Ugh. At first, that's what we assume. He's yeah. eating radioactive material. He gushes a red fluid out of his gills. Yeah, it's like, like <laughs> it looks like blood. It's just like everywhere. Yeah. It's just disgusting. It's just slime. I like that they explained Godzilla's giant legs. Because they're like, oh, there's that no was- way. Like At first, they're like, oh, he's never coming on shore. Like, there's, it's obvious an aquatic creature. Yeah. That's, that's when the prime minister's proven wrong. Right. And they're like, oh, he's got to have fins. Like, there's no way he could support himself. He comes on shore. He's just going to beach himself. Yeah, he's going to beach himself. Yeah, yeah. it'll be done. And and when he finally comes on shore, he's just like a head and a torso with no arms and gigantic legs and a tail. He's got like a little, he's got like little, little, yeah, like small nubs, like a (laughs) T-Rex. And he's like kind of just like withering around, wiggling around. He definitely has some thick thighs. They thick. (laughs) They thick, though. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's... The, the satire of the bureaucracy is great. Uh, the one guy says, you know, he's like, I wish we had an easier way to take care of this and cut through all this red tape. And the guy goes, no, we can't do that. It's dangerous. It's the backbone of democracy is all these meetings and having to get approval. And then even when they're trying to get approval, they're like, well, who do we talk to? We don't know. We've never done this before. How do we right. get anything? People are on phones during emergency. Oh, where do we send people? And nobody can communicate. 
another big theme of this, and it shows up a lot, is U.S. post-war control of Japan. Yeah, so that's is like post-war. When I say post-war, it's World War Two. Yeah, and the U.S. They're constantly talking about uh, the U.S. I guess coming in to help them, or at least like be a part of their decision making, or something like that. Like I didn't quite get that because they then send the aide, um, who is the the lead female character. Yes, um, they send her, and she's like the aide, aide to the president. Yeah. Right? I guess she's the liaison. Should we talk about her? Sure. Okay, Kayoko. All right. I was going to save this in the bad. We'll wait till the bad part. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> all right that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The U.S. is like they're dumping. Of course, they're dumping radioactive materials, and it, you know, and he's a bioweapon from. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we knew about him, of course, and we want to just drop atomic bombs on Tokyo to kill Godzilla, and it's always our fucking fault. Yeah. Japan's U.S. US puppets. Yeah. Yeah, like they're puppet government for the United States. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. No, it seems like it's yeah. pretty yeah, true. Yeah, right. yeah. It seems like something you should be pissed about. <laughs> yeah, you're touching this weird, like, imperialism of Japan type thing, which is like, you know, their nationalism in general. That's what I was just about to say. It's show. definitely very pushy on the nationalist yeah. part, where it's uh, like, go Japan. Like, we can do it. And, you know. Abe, uh, Abe, the prime minister of Japan, praised this film. Did he? Yeah, as being like, I could show that. the Japanese, yeah. you know know-how and work ethic japanese strength yeah it makes sense he must have missed the entire part that was the bureaucratic part right which you is know what I mean? he must have watched the last half of the movie really Instead funny of in its own the way. mockery right yeah. of how the government is inept when it comes down to emergencies he was so you're saying he was unable as an official to see the um how how this they're making fun of him <laughs> yeah right yeah. he was like what a great film i can't believe it they really depicted me well as the prime you know what I mean? unless like, he's <laughs> saying like maybe if we got rid of this and made us a dictatorship. Oh. Then we could get things done. I was going to slam my uh, fist on this, but I'm, I'm not No, don't hurt to. yourself. Yeah, I know. <laughs> All right, so yeah, it touches on the Fukushima Daiichi nuclear disaster, which, if you don't know anything about that, uh, there was a meltdown in Japan following a tsunami in 2011 after the Tohoku mm. earthquake. Uh, only two nuclear events rate at seven level seven on the international nuclear event scale. The other one is Chernobyl, the nuclear accident in 86. Uh, so the original Godzilla atomic bombs and uh, Nagasaki and Hiroshima and this Godzilla was because, a play on yeah. the nuclear disaster. The Japanese are fucking scarred by nuclear disasters. Yeah, I, mean, I don't blame them. I don't blame them no. either. Yeah, I would be as well. Yeah. Uh, I like the uh, Gojira cult when they start calling them Gojira, and there's a cult like marching through Tokyo, like praise Gojira, protect Gojira. It reminded me of the scene in Akira, where there's the Akira cult. Do you know oh yeah, about? no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know yeah. what you're talking about the guy with the hair. Like, he's got the giant yeah. bun. <laughs> that was cool. Um, I like the whole um, them actually coming together, the defense force or yeah. what have you, when they actually get the scientists together, and it's all um, younger people for the most part. It seems like yeah. too, which I'm sure is saying something about Japan. Um, that was cool. Uh, I really enjoyed that. Yeah, it's his atomic blast wiping out all those people and just destroying half of the city. It was brought everybody together. Can we talk about the plan at the end? Oh, the plan? Yeah, the plan. Yeah, sure. That was my favorite. You like the plan? I really like the plan. Uh, 
Fucking train bombs, like, dude. Yeah, train, train bombs are awesome, and that they called them train bombs. And the fact that they had a crane corps, and they were like, oh, we got to deploy a B and C crane corps. And they mm-hmm. come in, and they're filling up Godzilla with their little uh, their little hose gun things. Yeah, and they're, they're shooting ba- them burying them in buildings. Uh, and then we get to discover at the end. So, um, you know, he freezes up or what have you. Yes. And then, so his tail. All right, you want to talk about that now? Can we? Let's do it. Okay. So his tail is is frozen uh, essentially, and it looks like it is deploying or was starting to deploy like mini monsters. See, that's that's my interpretation as well. Okay, uh, I've seen it interpreted that they're human skeletons. I could because they discussed how it eats, and they're mm. like it can't eat with its mouth. So, so the there's a the possibility that that swaying tail is flying around and absorbing human beings. Oh wow. It was never described like they look like God's human Godzilla monsters. Because right. I think historically with Godzilla, he's more or less just fed off like radiation. That's yeah, kind of he how he's radiation. Right. Yeah. I took it more as this was him deploying, like almost evolving and deploying yeah. another kind of weapon. They mentioned, pro- yeah, like his next stage. Right. Because he evolves constantly. And he was starting to do that as he was being but First frozen. he starts with the you know radioactive or the atomic breath, and then he shoots the ray guns out of his back. Mm-hmm. And then his t- eventually his tail is shooting ray guns as well. Right. So I, I would say, I, like, the way I, I saw it is the tail kind of falling off and then all these little monsters helping him out that yeah. he controls, and then he probably just regrows his tail back because he's a giant lizard. I don't know. It's up to, open to interpretation. We're, we're not going to find out for... I know they're rebooting it again, so... Really? Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I that is one of the more haunting scenes, and that's this film has some haunting scenes. His face in general is pretty haunting, and that yeah. scene at, at the end was just like, whoa, what the... F- fuck is that they definitely made him a lot more scary yeah which, which he should, should be, be yeah. not comical and uh, boxing like the old movies right. which were fun for what they are um yeah uh, let's talk about some of the bad stuff all right what do you got for me all right <laughs> the actors playing americans yeah oh <laughs> fuck where did they find these people i don't know the guy that was talking like this in the meeting they're... he's like it's just as i thought he must have some kind of automatic defense system. And he just like stops and looks like a robot. I was just like, who? They could have gotten me to do this. That's a, probably how it worked. I imagine they were just outside of the studio and they were like, oh, that guy. Oh, that my, my cousin's dating an American. Bring him in. Right, yeah. There you go. Oh, you nailed it. That's exactly how an American is. Yeah. Let's talk about uh, Kyoko. Did you not like her? I'm guessing not. She's um, in the bad category. Okay. Um the poor girl thinking she's going to be president of the United States. Yeah. I mean, come on. First of all, a, a woman, yeah, a person of color and an accent in the United States. That'll never happen. So do you think that that was like, uh, like what was he trying to say something there? Or was it more like, is it supposed to be more of like a jokey thing? No, I think it was like more a, like uh, the Japanese could take over the world kind of mindset. Oh, imperialism, oh wow. I think okay. there's some imperialism in there. Yeah, well, definitely not with that character. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I don't know. I did. I did like that her Japanese accent. Like, if you're not familiar with anime, there's like a trope where like foreigners, when they speak Japanese, they speak very deliberately. Hmm. And she had that. Yeah, at least at the beginning, that, she yeah. had like a deliberate way she spoke Japanese. So she sounded like she was born in the United States, but she's supposed to be born. In it's the just United good. States. Yeah, yeah. That that was pretty good. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I she wasn't great. 
she wasn't see i thought it was a little like i guess tongue-in-cheek with it though especially towards the end when they're like coming together and the, the final plan or whatever they're yeah. talking about the drones and she's like oh well don't worry i'm gonna i'm gonna build tokyo for this one or whatever she says i'm gonna right. build japan and i was like huh, okay I did like I did like when she's like uh, I just came from a cocktail party. Does anybody know where there's a Zara's? I did laugh at that. She was good. I mean, she was good. I just they included that, and I, I know the the actress um, from what I was reading was like horrified that she had to do this. Like she was terrified to do it. Really, like to come off as a believable American accent, and maybe that's an unbelievable American accent in Japan, but. It didn't translate well. No, definitely did not. <laughs> she tried her best. So I'm going to give her that because uh, a couple of characters speak English. And they do a pretty good job at it. And hers just didn't sound convincing at all. I've heard that it, it's difficult to play Americans. Like a lot of yeah. actors don't like doing it that are not obviously American because it's... Like Ken Watanabe is the only one that can do it. And that's why he's cast in everything. Exactly. And handsome man at <laughs> He's that, a very too. good looking man. So I'm fine with it. I did like that, uh, you know, what was the way that... The ways they had to defeat Godzilla and the ultimate plan to defeat Godzilla was solved by the most simplest of Japanese things. An origami crane. <laughs> By yeah. folding up these Goromaki plans, that's the guy's name, Goromaki, who is a character that showed up in other Godzilla films throughout the years. Excuse me. And uh, yeah, they had to fold up his plans into various different shapes to figure out the. Of course. Of course. Origami and crane. Japan. Japan. Yeah. It's very, I, I mean, it's critical and also very imperialistic, yeah. this movie. Yeah, I mean, that's just my interpretation. I enjoyed it. I had a fun time. Um, I will say that for the first like 20 or 30 minutes, I was having a little difficulty kind of getting into it because I didn't know where it was going to go. But then once I kind of caught my footing, I was into it. Yeah, I loved it. Um, real quick, uh, Hideki Yano, the director. Uh, let's talk about some of the stuff that influenced this. Obviously, the music. Mm-hmm. And I sent you some of the music. Uh, Shiro uh, Sagisu, I believe that's his name. He did the soundtrack for Neon Genesis Evangelion as well. They just ripped Decisive Battle out of it. Decisive Battle is the song for Neon Genesis Evangelion. Every time there's some kind of military thing, they just plopped it right in there. And when I was watching this in the theater, I got hype. You were like, yes! Oh, shit! Oh, shit! You're like, this movie is for me. There, the cinematography, there was definitely dis- there's something distinct about it and looked very similar to a lot of Neon Genesis Evangelion, which you'll see as the show goes mm-hmm. on. You know, the... the the, uh, the power lines whipping back and forth and the long shots with the monster in the background. I love those shots of modern Tokyo with Godzilla looming. Yeah. That was cool. That was very cool. Uh, scenes where there's like data superimposed on the screen were cool. I, I Yeah. Okay. If I was to, I'm going to go out on a limb. I'm going to say that I love this movie mm-hmm. with the bad American actors. They were terrible. This is without... With, okay, Godzilla, the original Godzilla is the genre-defining movie. Sure. This is the best-made Godzilla film, by far. In general? In general. Story, action, everything. Best one. Uh, I mean, but what about the um, Matthew Broderick one? It's 2001. That's the best one. Did you ever see Godzilla Final really? Wars? No. Okay, so in Godzilla Final Wars, it's like this big battle scene where it's Godzilla versus all the kaiju over history. Mm-hmm. And Matthew Broderick's Godzilla shows up and Godzilla like kills him in one second. No way, really? Yeah, it's fucking That's hilarious. So awesome. No, nah, I was just joking. That's probably, this is probably the best one. Yeah. I will agree. And that's that's including, I mean, I haven't seen King of the Monsters yet, but that's including the I've seen King Brian of the Monsters. I'll, I'll rank it above it for okay. you. Okay. Yeah. 
that may be controversial. People might get upset. Oh, well, you know, at me, as the, as the kids say. Yeah. So, highly recommend. Yeah, I recommend as well. It's a fun watch. Yeah, it's on Amazon. Get the dub. Or, no, don't get the dub. Don't make- or get the dub if that's what you're into. But if you're looking for the sub, go for option number two, original Japanese. Yeah, make sure, like, if you're going for the sub, that you do your due diligence. Because even with this warning, if you're an idiot like me, I mean, you're probably just going to end up with the with the sub. All right, out of five train bombs, I'll give it five. I'll give it five train bombs and highly recommend. I will go five train bombs. Okay. And you know what? I'll throw in a little mini, mini monster in there as well. Oh, a little baby Godzilla Godzilla skeleton creature. (laughs) (laughs) Highly recommend. Check it out. Definitely. Anything else? No. I think that's it. All right. Thanks for joining us this week. Uh, In uh, next week, we will have our big spring best of episode. Because we're getting into summer and spring is gone. So, once again, please feel free to share us or please do share us with your friends and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at NewTakuCast. Send us questions or requests at our email and it is NewTaku2019 at gmail.com. We'll talk about them on the air. Not this week, though. (laughs) Listen to us on Podbean, Apple, and Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Spotify. And please subscribe and share. Until next time. I'm Jim. I'm Frank. Godzilla has a defense system. (laughs) It must be automated. (laughs) Sayonara. Sayonara.